0: Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker. Hello, this is Chris Parker, and we're here with Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. And the guest today is an amazing entrepreneur, uh, Magdalena Jinska, if I have pronounced the last name correctly. I've known her for quite some time and I've avoided her last name. Magda and I have been working on a short film, which is now finished, um, and I'll let her tell all about that. So, Magda, would you please, you know, share with us who are you and what do you do? And and what we're really, really interested in is why do you do what you do?
1: Of course. Thanks, Chris, for the introduction. Mm-hmm. So, my name is Magdalena Lepczyńska, so you are very close. (laughs) Congratulations on pronunciation. Um, I'm Polish. I live and work in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam. Um, What I do is something that I love. I love making things happen. I love organized stuff. I like working with people. I love fast-changing environment. Um, This is why I decided to become a video and film producer. Mm -hmm. Um, I work as a video producer in marketing team for a tech company, and uh, recently I started a freelance career as a film producer and event organizer. Um, my latest work is the film that you mentioned before, Silence and Dan, um that will premiere this year in November. Mm-hmm. So very exciting things. Um, do you want to hear a little bit more about the film, or should we leave it for later?
0: Um, I would love to hear more about the film and and what your role in it was. And then I'll loop back to why are you doing all this. But yeah, keep telling us about the film.
1: Um, So Silence of Done is a short Dutch film that I had the pleasure to produce. Um, It's a beautiful film. It tells the story of Sophie, uh, a Mm -hmm. troubled and emotionally distant girl who is um, trying to learn how to have meaningful and long-lasting relationship. Uh, at the same time failing to open up about her childhood trauma. And in the film, we follow her on a journey through her mind and memories uh, where she meets her younger self and rediscovers and accepts the past. Mm. So basically, this project, this film is about acceptance, about healing and about hope.
0: Wow. And the I, I've seen it and I have definitely an opinion about it. You've seen it. How do you feel about the finished results of the, of the product of the film?
1: Um, I must say I've seen this film on every stage of mm-hmm. the production, of course, and uh, I've worked on it for over a year now with amazing people. And the more I see it, the more I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's hard for me to be objective now, of course, as a producer, but I find this film not only amazing in terms of story and the purpose, mm-hmm. because, as I said, even though the story is really hard, it's about abuse and how to heal afterwards, but we really put an effort to emphasize that healing is possible and Linda, the scriptwriter of uh, of the film, she lived through it and she's a living proof that healing is possible um and What I like the most about this film is as well, the visual aspect of it. It's very unconventional, uh, I believe. And um, it's very surreal in a way, beautiful in in, um, images and just the sound design, everything is working perfectly. But like I said, I am not objective person at all in this case, but I would really, really, really encourage everyone to see it.
0: Well, I am not objective either as I, you know, had the honor of, of working with you um, as an executive producer. Um, and in this case, meant basically help Magda succeed in making her first film. That was my mission. Um, so I'm also not really objective, and I, I think it's delightful. Um, um, as this is your first film project, how did you how did, when you first saw the first rough cut? Because because I know when I first got into movies getting seeing the first raw, you know, the raw chopped up initial piece um, That doesn't look good or sound good or feel good Um, And somehow you need to Be able to look through the roughness to see what the potential is and that's what the directors and the editors are masters at How did you feel about that when you first saw it and then saw it evolve
1: um, so, uh, being a video producer and film producer, I yeah. worked on a lot oh. of productions. Okay. Oh, so you've been
0: there. Yeah. Okay. true.
1: So I know how it is to see yeah. uh, the video or a film on every stage. So I, I always keep it on the back of my mind that mm. like, this is just out of production. Of course it will be better, but mm. I must say that, um, seeing this film being made on sets, made me so proud when I was watching even the first cut of it. All right. Um, You know, I've seen all the hard work that we put in it, all the long hours, all tears and laughs and everything. Mm. So, um, of course, uh, I think the biggest uh, challenge always is to see through the sound, because you always use Mm. the raw sound, so it's a little bit distracting when you watch for the first time. But we had an amazing sound designer, Aline, and she was just sitting next to us. And she was like, this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. She even wrote like a audio script for this film before it was even shot. Mm. So you could already imagine a little bit how it will look and sound. Mm. So it was very, very helpful. But the first cut, even I would say it made me proud. I was really happy about the outcome and the quality of the image.
0: Yeah. Well yeah i can imagine and and with your background i can i can now in hindsight see how that makes sense because with myself not being you know from the industry um i still have i still have to keep it sort of mentally front of mind and and sort of work to imagine uh what it will look like so i think as as more and more projects come that'll get better so so magda why do you do all this what what is your internal motivation to to do these things that you know, quite, you know, quite frankly, millions of people around the world say, you know, I want to make a movie and most don't. So yeah. what motivates you to, to, you know, work a year on such a project?
1: Um, so maybe I will start the answer with like a little bit of background story of mine. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was still in Poland, I finished the uh, studies in something completely different. Uh, I studied for five years, I finished with my master's degree in medical analysis. Um, So after, when I was about to finish the studies, I was really thinking like, is this something that I really want to do in life? Because I always knew that I'm passionate about films, and I love to watch them, I love to watch behind the scenes, I like organizing stuff, but I believe that especially when you're young and if you are not coming out of like creative environment, making films is treated more as a hobby rather than a job. So it's always mm. have a job and then do your hobby.
0: Yeah.
1: But because I thought like you only live once and I really love films and what motivated me the most, maybe it's a bit of a cliche, but I read a book by Sidney Lumet about making films. What was and, the book called? Um, about making films or okay. making films. Yeah, it was, called, I can't it was
0: remember. called that, okay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the title exactly.
0: We'll find so. it and we'll put it in the show notes, so.
1: Yeah, um, and it really showed me how big is the world of filmmaking. Um, mm-hmm. So I decided to move to the Netherlands and study film here. And uh, how I am staying motivated to do what I do is that I put myself a goal in the future and every decision since i made this goal leads me towards it it's like kind of climbing a mountain and you are climbing a tree from time to time to see where is the peak so mm-hmm. this is how i'm staying motivated and every project every person i meet i try to fit into a uh, my road to the career and the ultimate goal basically
0: wow you you've already answered some of the next questions around focus Sorry. and you know, br- brilliant so what is the end goal then uh, you know you if you look forward if you look up that mountain um what is the the dream or the ambition
1: uh, my ambition is to produce a feature film big scale feature film of course this is the goal if it will be reached there will be another goal but as a starting filmmaker this is a pretty high-end goal, I would Mm -hmm. say. So, yeah, this is what I'm really focusing on and uh, trying to reach it. And, you know, there is so much to learn, of course, because I started quite late my education in film, but it's all about feeling it as well and being motivated. And if you are, you can can do anything.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And that's what I have also discovered and, you know, um, haven't produced large-scale, you know, sort of Hollywood films like you will uh, one day in your career. But um, it really seems like the world is, is full of people who are talking about making films or doing things. Um, and it seems like there there's a, a certain segment, certain group of people that are just out there doing it. So, mm-hmm. so nice. And so what do you think the next steps are? So, Silence Undone is, will premiere in um, November. November, during the Dutch Week Against Child Abuse. Um, we're doing some yes. pre-screenings, you know, before that on some digital platforms and, and in person. Um, what do you, What's the next tree you're going to climb up, or what's the next
1: mm. horizon? Do you know yet? I have um, some projects that are cooking, but they are mm. on very early stage, so it's hard to even say if they will happen. Of course, in current situation, (laughs) everything is uncertain, so it's Mm -hmm. really hard to say. Um, But I might have a chance to be an assistant to a producer for a feature film. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are also discussing a possibility of developing uh, Silence Undone into something bigger or different. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. as I said, it's it's just uh, like a small uh, discussion that is happening now, but nothing set in stone yet. Um, Of course, I'm actively looking for uh, projects, but I'm also trying to fill the ground, what is possible with uh, the industry, and especially this year when everything is a little bit uncertain. So uh, I feel like everyone has to be really careful about making this next step in their careers, because. Yeah, I had big plans before, moving there, making career, but life happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's see.
0: Well, my, my observation with the, the Corona time, um, you know, while it is a global crisis and pandemic and people are are, are sick and people are dying, um, that is changing so much. And, and my anticipation is, uh, with all the uncertainty, that there's going to be sort of a a seismic shift of what normal is over the next year or two and that will be really scary for some people who want stability and then that will be an incredible opportunity for people who are um clear on what they want and and are able to to, you know keep their maybe their anxiety low and their awareness high um so because i'm you know Things will still happen, and people will be looking for new and different ways to do things. So there's there's definitely opportunities there. So, but what what I heard from you is if there is um, someone who has watched Silence Undone, and if they are inspired by that and would want to finance or support that project into feature length, then they should call you.
1: Yes, definitely. Right. So. Uh- <laughs> As I mentioned, we are thinking of developing the short film into a longer format. And as I said, I think it's a very unique project in terms of like, there are many, many, many films about survivors of abuse, any sort of abuse. In our film, it's a sexual abuse, but there are so many other forms of abuse that you can go through in childhood, unfortunately. And what I like about our film that, we don't state the obvious, this is bad. Everyone knows that there is like, everyone knows that we know it, we hate it. But what we want to do is to really show that healing is possible and really show people who went for such a thing or their family and friends that you can be healed and you can be happy again. So I think it's a very important message Mm -hmm. that is often skipped. And I think that those people need this encouragement um, and of course, it's always their own choice how to deal with stuff. But I think showing and one of the options is at least we can do. And film being such a universal medium, basically, it reaches to so many people that I am really honored that my first film project is so meaningful because we already screened it mm-hmm. to um, survivors of child child, child abuse and we had such a beautiful feedback and it was you know like this moment that you said like okay i i did it this was our goal and we are getting there of mm-hmm. course there is a lot to do still but that's why i think turning it into a feature film might give even bigger results.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 no it i the way it was um crafted um Really left it to the audience to fill in a lot of the blanks and also actually to in- insert their own judgment, um, which I believe is probably more impactful um instead of you know summing stand up this is you know this is what happened and this is bad um, yeah you're right that's never said um, yeah and and it really it, it, the, the 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 energy and the emotion comes from within when you're watching the film, so it's a, uh, nice. Well, let's look. Let's look back to you, um, and you've been a, a video producer, you know, for for a tech company for yes. some time, and now you've made a, a more traditional film. Um, I'm, what did you learn that was different? You know, because each time I've done a project, I I just learned an you know an incredible amount. So, wh- yes. wh- wh- what are, what are a few things that you've learned? stepping out of maybe the corporate space and into the creative space? I don't know. No, that's not right. Mm-hmm. But the more, more, well, the short film space.
1: Um, I've learned a bunch. I've learned a bunch thanks to you as well. Uh, your help was, you know, like I wouldn't change it for anything. I've learned a lot from our director, Christian Kniga as well. And I'm really, really grateful for this knowledge. But I think the key takeaways that I had from this project is for sure don't be afraid to ask for help never ever um it's not a shame that you don't know something especially when you are starting so Mm -hmm. always be transparent don't say like yes i will deal with it but inside you know i have no idea what is going on always better to be honest as i said it's not a shame if you don't know something always ask for help and also what I've learned, because film is much more about working with people as well. So being a producer, an organizer, you deal with every um, department in film. You speak with everyone, you listen to everyone. I met with every single person before they joined our project. So I knew them uh, by name, you know, their background stories and such. And what I've learned, especially on set, we had really long hours and it was very intense, it was a very emotional story as well. Mm-hmm. And not only for actors and directors, surprisingly, but the crew also felt the, the power of this film. Mm. Um, so I think the key takeaway as well was um, you really have to have enormous amount of empathy. You have to understand why people are making certain decisions or they behave in certain ways. Um, and... I think that you have to be understanding to everyone. Mm -hmm. And the most important, always have the end goal in front of you. So your end goal is finishing this film, making it happen. So whatever happens on set or in the pre-production or wherever needs to lead you to um, finishing this film. And uh, before I started this project, I was always trying to avoid confrontation. But um, I was... um, I wouldn't say forced, but I was, you know, faced with like, okay, I have to make certain decisions right now, for the good of the film. And I've learned that confrontation and being honest is very important and very good and very healthy. So, uh, yeah, I think those things, so like empathy, having a goal in front of you, and uh, not being afraid to ask questions, are like the the biggest thing that I've learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was my first project, so yeah. there was a lot to learn and i 'm not afraid to say it was my first project. I think we did really great with all the help, so mm. not credit for me, but yeah. it was a team effort, so this was really great
0: yeah, and you also had some some really you know top talent near nearby you as well, um, yes. which helps um, and uh, what I'm thinking is, is I'm, what I find really fascinating about the film land, because again, my background is, you know, corporate tech type stuff. Um, on one hand, there, there seems to be very, uh, almost rigid rules and role definitions on what people do, so, sort of, mm-hmm. and the film industry is really proud of that, because um, the teams need to come together, you know, they don't work, you know, that, that configuration of people will never happen again. You know, so they, they, they come together, they do this project. And so they have to have some role deficient, you know, divisions and, and responsibilities clear and language or else they could never operate. Um, and what I've also discovered is there are no rules. There, there is no answer in film. So th- it's this weird space of, we have this pretty rigid structure and there is no actual answer. Um, so you have to be constantly flowing within the yeah. boundaries that they've built while figuring out every little problem in a in some sort of creative way. It's 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 a it's a friggin' roller coaster. And it's yeah. so fun. And um and I love your last point there is keeping the end point the, the end the end goal um in mind. So so what is the end goal now of let's go back to Silence Undone? Mm-hmm. The end goal of Silence Undone because the film is made um yes. but that's not the end goal, is it?
1: Uh, No. So, um, what we did, especially around crowdfunding that we had uh, for the film, we really want to um, make this film visible for as many people as possible to help them see the way that you can take after a childhood drama to heal yourself. So, we put a lot of effort to help Linda, the scriptwriter, to go in front of the public and tell her story. As I said, she's a living proof. We didn't make it up. We didn't come up with it ourselves. She's living proof. She's an amazing actress. She wrote a script by herself. She has a loving boyfriend. She is really happy. We are really great and good friends. Uh, So we want to set the stage for her so she can spread the message and really help people change their life i would say maybe it's a big word but this this is our ultimate goal basically with this film Mm -hmm. we want to really help people and change their view of themselves with the uh, with help of film but also linda's um word word yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and what is the next step or the strategy to get the film I, um, I know, I know, I know the answer to this. So I'm just, I'm, <laughs> at, least I, at least I know, I know we've talked about it before. Um, yeah. So, so the, you know, the steps of, you know, festival submissions and, and outreach and, and, and screening. So in your mind, what is the perfect outcome as far as audience? Because mm-hmm. This isn't a financially motivated film. So that it, we're actually no. not, selling the film has not really even been part of the discussion. It'd be nice if someone wants to buy it, sure. But um, that's not the point. Um, it's it's outreach. It's getting to the audience. So, what is yes. your perfect? You know, if you go forward twelve months and you look back and you're like, oh my oh, my God, that film was on Oprah, ah! or what <laughs> yes. is you know, or or what is the dream? <laughs> what is the dream? Yeah.
1: Um, I think the dream is to get as many partners on board as possible who mm-hmm. would be interested in the story and um, screen our film. Mm -hmm. Uh, to their networks and, um, you know, cinemas, of course, who deny being screened in the cinema. Uh, Of course, there is this conventional way, so film festivals having a premiere, but our aim is to really find people. We are already in collaboration with a few uh, organizations that are helping people after um, childhood traumas, and they will be screening the film to their audience. So I think this is something that is very important for us. So mm-hmm. if there is anyone there listening um, who works in such an organization and would be interested for like, to have a dialogue with us and see the film and see if it's something that uh, you would like to screen, then I would be more than happy really to hear from you.
0: Yeah, marvelous. Um I'm gonna send it to Oprah as well just because I just thought of that, but anyhow um well that's that, that's also what i've learned is 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 if you don't try it, you'll never know it, you know so oh yes, um with campus party uh which is an event that will have already happened by the time this podcast is shown, but this video will be on that uh, on that event as well, I p- promoted three different topics to the global main stage. So there's, you know, Edward Snowden, there's Al Gore. There's all, you know, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, two of them were sort of traditional corporate white men um, doing traditional corporate stuff that I also love. And, you know, I I consider people friends. Um, And they instantly connected with this film and they, and they said, yeah, no, we don't want corporate stuff. We want that, you know, this is meaningful. This, this is magic. Um, and so it's actually, you know, on that main stage between these, you know, traditionally very, really famous people. And so, and all, all it was was just, hey, asking. So, so pinging up an email and, and saying, hey, this is, um, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. Uh, are you interested? So, so Oprah, you're yeah. next. <laughs> you're next. Um, so, how how do you keep yourself? You know, because you, you you are. You know, high energy, well, well educated. You, you're, you're building your 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 career, um, you know. Profile. What keeps you motivated? How, how you know? How do you how do you how do you keep taking that step every day up that mountain?
1: Um, I think it's easier if you really do something that you are passionate about mm-hmm. and. This is something that's, you know, my case. I I, I love films and Mm. this was something that I knew always that I want to do, but not always had the courage to admit it and make a step towards it. So once I did, I'm like unstoppable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just getting there like this Mm -hmm. and, you know, nothing can stop me. But I'm really um, staying motivated by seeing the results as well of my work and, also seen how generous people are in this industry because of course working with people it's always uh, about balance right? You meet a lot of people who won't be so helpful but so far I was really lucky that I met those people who motivate me all the time like on Silence and Done like I was all the time constantly pushed forward so you have to also allow it to be Mm -hmm. pushed and Mm -hmm. um, you know like even this interview when you asked me my first reaction was like oh, me in front of the camera, but now I'm really, really grateful. I'm like, yes, I should do it. So going out of your comfort zone is very important.
0: Yeah, you did not love the idea at first.
1: I did not, no. And yeah. yeah, but you convinced me. You are yeah. really good in yes. that case. <laughs> um, and as I said, like always have this long-term goal in front of you in just small steps. You, you, um, I'm sometimes an impatient person, i like things that are happening i'm getting bored very easily but you really have to see what is in front of you in order not to you know come across chaotic Mm. Uh, so i always try to stay very focused and like okay this is something smaller but it's necessary for this this and that so i'm always trying to think of uh, the future
0: beautiful well um i hope when you have you know become famous in hollywood and you remember all those little people who you know, contributed in small ways along, along your journey that you'll you know, come back and do another interview. Um, I, I think also just for the, for the audience, um, I, I just realized that Silence Undone, it's a 17 minute film. It's in the Dutch language, um, has subtitles. Uh, it's not for children. It's not, for, it's not because it's graphic by any way, but it's, I think the intention is more young adult, adult uh, perhaps. And I think if you know the, as I've watched it in both you know just Dutch and in with subtitles um, I, for me it was equally powerful um, so I'm you know really you know curious what people how they experience it now when they watch it or if they would like to watch it or buy it or screen it um, or otherwise promote it Magda how can they how can they get a hold of you to um, to spread the word and, and And get that film in front of audiences?
1: Um, So first of all I would love to invite everyone to visit our social media, Silence and Dan, Facebook and Instagram. We constantly post updates about the film, how is it going, Mm. and um, our website silenceanddan.nl where we put all the updates about where the film is and you can find our email on the website as well so Mm. feel free to reach out Uh, Mm -hmm. We are more than happy to have any sort of conversation with our audience. So, um, yeah, this would be the best way to contact us about the film.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Magda.
1: Thank you, Chris, so much. It was a pleasure.
0: Learn more at eBillion.com slash podcast.